Hello, and welcome to Sharing Real Hope. My name is Mike Hall. Can I just say that we have a great opportunity, the we being those of us who are followers of Christ, we have a great opportunity to stand out in a good way for the honor and glory of God to a watching world. There is so much darkness and uh, sin and debauchery around us. We see it everywhere. And I'm not a negative person naturally. I tend to be an optimist, a glass half full kind of a guy, but I'm also a realist. And we do live in a dark, sinful world. And in the darkest night, the smallest light will shine out, will be noticeable. And so whether you are a very influential, prominent person, or you are a, in the eyes of the world, a nobody, uh, like myself, uh, someone that's not well known, you, our light can shine brightly for the Lord Jesus Christ as we live in a way that brings honor and glory to Him. That's what the Apostle Peter is talking about in 1 Peter uh, as he addresses a group of people that he calls aliens, people that are, uh, that are citizens of two different countries, and they're not living in their actual home country. Those of us who are followers of Christ, our home country is heaven. And right now we're living in our temporary country, whatever that may be. And there are certain ways that citizens of heaven uh, are expected to behave. And the Apostle Peter is giving us three examples of those in chapters 2, verse 11, through chapter 3, verse 7. In the last two podcasts, we dealt with the first two ways. Uh, in chapter 2, verses 13 to 17, we're to live as good citizens, people that uh, honor our government, the government that God set up. In chapter 2, verses 18 to 25 is the second way. We are to live in a way where we submit in an honorable way to suffering. Suffering is inevitable, whether it's real deep suffering or light suffering. Uh, it, it is suffering comes. And how a Christian handles suffering, unjust suffering, can bring honor and glory to the Lord Jesus Christ. I refer you back to the previous podcast. In today's podcast, we look at the third way that we can live in an honorable way, a way that brings honor and glory to the Lord before an unbelieving world. And that third area of life is submission in the marriage relationship. Now, this is a difficult subject, and it is a subject that is highly controversial in our world, in our cultural setting. There is no doubt that the enemy is extremely busy in attacking this most basic relationship in, in our society, and, and that is the relationship between a man and a woman, the God-ordained relationship of marriage. And it's being attacked in more than one way. It's not just the fact that marriages are ending in divorce, and uh, it's, it's not even just the fact that um, people are living today uh, outside of marriage, living together. It used to be that was a, a mark of shame. Now it is a mark of, uh, 
you're smart if you do that. You know, if you take the the car for a test drive before you actually buy it, you make sure that you're all going to be compatible and you're going to work together. That's the world's wisdom, but it's not God's wisdom. So there's an attack on marriage that way. There's attack an attack on marriage in that uh, there is the world, the devil's attack on this whole thing of gender. You know, uh, is there more than two genders? Is there more than just a male gender and a female gender? Big deal in our society today. And it's an absolute direct attack on God's truth because the scriptures are very clear that God created us male and female. He didn't give a third, fourth, fifth, or otherwise alternative. So uh, from a scriptural standpoint, this isn't political. It's not political. It is a scriptural thing. And as believers, we need to be wise to these kinds of things. It is a direct attack on God's design. And we live in difficult circumstances. And so when as believers, we submit ourselves to the word of God and we live and behave in this world before unbelievers in a way that uh, that is uh, submissive to God's word, we're going to stand out. Now, we're not going to be popular in many cases. You know, when when you you you, are, you say from the word of God that marriage is between one man and one woman, and God's design is for a lifetime, um, you are odd. You're strange in this in this culture. When you say the only way. Uh, a man and a woman should be to live together is in marriage. You're strange in this culture. When you say it is not God's design for two men to be married or for two women to be married, you are out of sorts and out of step with this culture, and you won't be liked. You will suffer. Jesus said we'd suffer, but when we suffer for the truth, as we said on this past podcast, we have the honor of doing it for the Lord Jesus Christ. And so in today's passage, we come to chapter 3, verse 1, and it says, in the same way, you wives be submissive to your own husbands. In the same way, I want to notice that. And that means in a difficult situation, we've just come out of this situation, this, this passage that describes suffering, and then he says, in the same way, in this difficult situation, in this case, a marital relationship, it is difficult enough. The marital relationship, when you put two sinful human beings together, it is difficult enough. But then when you put it into today's culture where there is always the attack on God's design, it is even more difficult. And we're going to get an example of that as we go through what the Word of God says here today, because there are going to be people that aren't going to like what, what I'm about to say. And it isn't me. I just want to give you exactly what the Scripture says and try to see what it means. It says, in the same way, you wives, be submissive to your own husbands, so that even if any of them are disobedient to the Word, they may be won without a word by the behavior of of their wives. And so here God is calling first on the wife. He's going to talk to both wife and husband in this passage, but he says to the wife, you are called to be submissive to your own husband. Now, in this passage, it's uh, given the most difficult s situation where the wife is married to an unbelieving husband. And so they're, they're on two different pages. She loves the Lord. He doesn't. She's concerned about the things of the Lord. He is not. And so she's living in a very difficult situation. And what God says, be submissive to your own husband. Now, let me talk about wives being submissive to their husband. Stay with me for just a moment. Here's what it is not. Here's what it does not mean. It does not mean that the wife is in any way inferior to the husband. 
not inferior. This is not about inferiority and superiority. Men are not superior to women. This is, does not mean that she is submissive to men in general. The scripture says, be submissive to their own husband, not to other men. Um, and, and of course, if, you, if, you, if you're a woman and you're working for a boss, you're submissive to him in that situation, but, uh, but not because he's a man, but because he's your, your employer, your boss, and the scriptures deal with that. And, and a man would be submissive to another man in that situation. So that's not what we're talking about. And look, being submissive to your own husband does not imply despotic rule. He is not the master. He is not the master and you're the slave. That is not what it is. And, and the world would paint, paint submission in that way, they would they would sell that, but that's not at all what the scriptures teach. As a matter of fact, just as in the triune Godhead, uh, God, the Father, God, the Son, God, the Holy Spirit are equal in essence. One God, three persons in the Godhead. They're equal in essence, but they are different in roles or function. And Jesus submitted himself in, in, that, in that way. Um, in uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 3, it says, But I want you to understand that Christ is the head of every man, and the man is the head of a woman, and God is the head of Christ. And so uh, in the triune Godhead, you see that submission there. But um, also, uh, in Ephesians chapter 5, verses 22 and 23, uh, the scriptures say, Wives, be subject or submissive to your own husbands as to the Lord. When you submit to your husband, you're submitting to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, as Christ is also the head of the church, he himself being the Savior of the body. But as the church is subject or submissive to Christ, so also wives ought to be to their own husbands in everything. And so uh, there's no denying the language of that. The headship of Christ over the church. We submit to Christ who is the leader, who is the servant leader of the church, and and he is the ultimate authority in holds the ultimate responsibility of his church, and that is true in the marital relationship. The husband is uh, charged with headship, headship, and he is uh, uh, ultimately responsible and will answer to God for what goes on in, in that home. Titus chapter 2 uh, verses 4 and 5 say this to, to young women. It says, so that they may encourage the young women to love their husbands, to love their children, to be sensible, pure, workers at home, kind, be subject or submissive to their own husbands so that the word of God will not be dishonored. So this is the word of God. It is not about inferiority. It is not about being dominated. As a matter of fact, that's ungodly. There are in the scriptures numerous examples of godly women who are sharp, who, who are involved, who are working alongside their husbands. Uh, the Proverbs 31 woman is, she's a businesswoman. She runs her household. She has people answering to her in her household. And God's making a point there. In the New Testament, there was the, the ministry team of Aquila and Priscilla. And, and they ministered to and discipled uh, uh, men. 
And then there is, uh, there is the example in Luke chapter 8, verse 3, of the women who supported Jesus and his disciples out of their own private means. And so there, in the scriptures, there are so many scriptures that lift up women. But I want to give you one that's really powerful. Galatians chapter 3. Uh, the Bible says in Galatians chapter 3, verse 28, oh man, what a tremendous passage of Scripture. If you don't have that passage down, I, I want you to mark it, and I want you to remember this in this whole debate about um, women and men and superiority and so on. The Bible says, there is neither Jew nor Greek, there is neither slave nor free man, there is neither male nor female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. Think about that one. You are one in Christ Jesus. And so I, I just want to take that and uh, I want it to be driven home to our hearts. And the Bible says in verse 2 that unbelieving husbands will be won by the behavior of their godly wife. Well, I can, I'm looking at the clock and I see I've ran out of time. I'm not finished with this subject. So we're going to con continue it on one more time in the next podcast. And so until the next time, God bless. Thank you for listening to this edition of Sharing Real Hope. We hope that you were encouraged in your walk with Christ by what you heard. Please take a moment to email us with your questions, prayer requests, and comments. Our email address is sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Again, that's sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Or you can visit our website at sharingrealhope.org. Until next time, keep living in and sharing real hope.